temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. 105.3 FM HD2 Kenner, New Orleans. This is Tom Fitzmorris with the second course of The Food Show. It's our program about eating, about restaurants, about cooking, about wine, about sandwiches, hot dogs. I mean, really, we cover the entire range of uh, eating your way through New Orleans because, and this is something before I was even aware of strictures sort as as this, but... um, it seemed to me in the first travels that I did around the country, I was noticing that in every city you could probably find a pretty good restaurant, uh, but you couldn't find a mediocre good restaurant, and, and it would get keep getting worse as you went down. And we have not been like that. Here in New Orleans, uh, one of the glorious things about our city— is that uh, the people who live here uh, eat the same kind of food that people who live here but who have a lot of money uh, do. And the same is true of the opposite of that. We uh, have always had that to be true around our, uh, our eating patterns around town. And I say, you know, more of that, please, because it's so good. Anyway, we love hearing from you about uh, the food that is so good, the food that is not so good, or anything else in between. We'd love to hear from you before, after, or during, or, you know, whenever you feel like it. Our program uh, takes in the entire range of food, and uh, one of the questions I, or this isn't a question exactly, but it's a, uh, a point of view I have about this is this. And that is, uh, if, you've, if you're not busy right now, like, you know, driving a car or, you know, whatever it is you might be doing, would you call me right now on the air? You won't go on the air unless you want to be. If you want to be on the air, then we'll put you on the air. But just call me and tell me what has been good in your mind as you have looked around the city for better and better and better food. There, it is always there to be found. It's just a matter of looking for it. What's the, what's the best thing you've ever found in our eating scene, ever? Or the worst? Or anything in between? We would love to have that kind of, uh, I'm not going to call it information, or uh, I stop short of opinions even, because it's so personal the things that you eat are the things that you love to eat. And, you know, love is one thing, and then not-so-love is uh, quite another thing. So anyway, uh, we'd uh, love to have you on our program. Call us. Uh, even if you don't have anything to say, if, you, if, uh, if I were to ask you, hey, right now, call my number, which is 260-6368, 260-6368. Just call that number, and I'll answer it. 
and we will have a conversation that will begin for reasons that will not seem obvious to either you or me, because I don't understand how this works, but people very much like to talk to uh, other people. I mean, it's, it's, it's a no-brainer, right? Well, you, you would think so, but we don't have enough people to do that. I, I wish we did. And what I'm asking you here and now is, hey, call me, would you? Really? It costs you nothing, and it is designed to make you happy. That's, uh, that's what I would like to do more than anything else, to make you happy by means of uh, turning you on to some food that you might not know about, about some uh, wines that you might not know about. Just uh, let, us, let us know. And it's worth doing because even if it's uh, the kind of thing that you really, really love, uh, there are a lot of other people who love that same food, but they've never been able to put it exactly into words. So uh, share that with us, would you? Because we have a lot of people who would dearly love to know about a restaurant that's serving exactly the kind of food that they love in a convenience place and at a very affordable price. That all is out there, and it's not hard to find. And the only thing you need to do is to call me or anybody else who does the things that I do which would include a whole lot of people who just like to talk about food all the time. So uh, that's what we're here for. And you don't know how glad it, it is for me to hear from you on, uh, on that basis. So go to call us, 260-6368. How long will that take you? As long as you want, really. At the beginning of the hour, I uh, noticed that one of the items that's coming up on the calendar uh, is uh, a Passover uh, celebration uh, that it has been done in a number of uh, restaurants around town for many years. And uh, I was having a, a little trouble finding the menus for it, you know, to, to see what exactly was being served and how much it cost and any of that. And uh, our producer, Doug, turned up with a bunch of it. But then again... I found on the copy machine some even more, and this got really down to the specifics. Let's see. The dinner was $85 per adult, uh, inclusive of tax and tip. That's a good deal. Uh, $35 for kiddos, 12 and under. And then they start giving you specifics. A Seder plate, which includes the following wood-fired matzah, uh, Fresh horseradish with beets and uh, dill, and uh, and people who grew up in the Jewish religion will know exactly where all of this stuff is coming from because it's a big part of the of the holiday. And let's see here, uh, fresh horseradish. We got that already. Sharos Sharoset. I I always uh, forget to say that that way. Uh, the uh, apricot and fig stuffed eggs with leeks and caviar. Celery root with parsley salad, romaine with tomato vinaigrette, roasted lamb chops with za'atar chimichurri. Now, that sounds good. That's certainly something I've never had. And the second course is you have the matzo ball soup. That's, you know, hardly have to explain that. Braised chicken with, uh, with spring onions. 
and herbs. And let's see, I think I've gotten to the end of this uh, this list here. But the, uh, this is the official list, and it came from uh, the guys over at Shia. Shia is the uh, Israeli-style restaurant uh, that's on Magazine Street, but midway between uh, Napoleon Avenue and Jefferson Avenue. And that will be served on the 19th. So that's coming up. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's, uh, I, I remember the first time I heard about this, I thought, you know, that, does that really fit in with Creole cooking? Because the restaurateurs who put it on that year said, listen, we're not going strictly kosher on this. It's, you know, we, we, it's really almost impossible to do it with a, a group like this. And they went ahead and, and did it, and uh, they had a terrific uh, turning out. Lots of people came for it, and they've been doing it ever since. A number of restaurants, too many to, to even start on a, on the list of them. I think that's a wonderful thing. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris, 2606368. Love to hear from you about eating and drinking. You might want to know what I'm about to tell you, but you probably don't. And uh, nor is there any possible reason why you should know this. But uh, since the last time I was here on this, my radio show, going back to uh, 30 years ago, uh, this is the first time uh, we've had this kind of new chair, a brand new chair in the studio. I can hardly believe this. But here it is, and it, it actually... Well, I was going to say it looks good, but I think that might be going a little far. But it's very comfortable. And I can kind of lean back like this and, you know, kind of. Because you have to have, uh, you know, some sort of uh, paying attention to whatever it is you're doing. Two six zero six three six eight. I am looking for you to uh, tell me something about what you've been eating lately. Would you mind? Listen, no matter where you went, you, uh, I assume... That if you were to go to a restaurant that wasn't very good, you wouldn't go back there again, at least not anytime soon. That would be an interesting uh, interesting uh, uh, survey, though, wouldn't it? If you uh, regularly go to a restaurant that you find is not particularly good, uh, why do you go there is one thing that you think I, that ought to be asked, although I can think of one such uh, restaurant. My wife and my daughter, my daughter, my my wife and my daughter uh, have a couple or three restaurants that they really love, and they go to all of them all the time. I can't stand the place, <laughs> and I can't imagine why it is that uh, anybody gets so worked up about it. But uh, you know, you're always finding new things. Welcome back. This is the Food Show. You're lucky to have wandered in here because it could have been about anything else. But uh, but I'm lucky that you have wandered over here because we'd love to talk with you about the, what's been cooking over at your house, uh, what restaurants you have been going to a lot lately, or maybe some, that you, some of them that you've been to a lot at one time, but you don't hardly ever go anymore because something happened about two years ago and you haven't been back to the restaurant since. Or whatever story you have about the restaurants you go to, we'd love to hear them all because other people uh, find this uh, 
endlessly interesting. I'll give you an example. There was a guy I used to work for, uh, or with, actually, a long time ago. We, we worked for a, uh, a weekly newspaper. He uh, took care of the sales side, and I took care of the, uh, uh, the articles and the, and, the, and the artwork in it and all of that. And uh, one uh, day he was sitting around uh, after the day was over. Uh, for all I know, we might have had a, had a cocktail or something. But anyway, he said, you know, uh, it's funny about this city. He, he himself had come from New York. He said, it's, there's something about this city that drives me crazy. And I said, well, what is it? He says, okay, well, you, if you have dinner with somebody or lunch, the conversation will go over to uh, food. And there'll be no conversation at all about uh, business or politics or sports or any of those things, you know, you, you, they might have it on the on the on the screen, the TV screen, but really nobody gets to talking about that. The only thing people ever talk about here in New Orleans is food, and I think it's crazy. There's something wrong with these people, and I took great offense to that, and I told him so. And and uh, as time went on, he he kind of came over on this side of the. Uh, uh, of the uh, those who like uh, to eat uh, a lot f- of food and really good food, and uh, I think he would still qualify as one these days. Uh, you want to be a gourmet? I have uh, a, a foolproof way of becoming a gourmet. Very simple. You're a gourmet if you are always thinking about or actually working on a, a process that will bring you better food. Better food, that's it. That's, that's the entire program. If you uh, eat well, and if you want to eat even better, you are a gourmet. Uh, so uh, if you ever worried about looking silly because you're eating all this gourmet food and you don't really understand it, all you really need to know is what I just told you. It just put it out like this. I um, I am looking for a, a a wine that's better than this this rosé here. I I want a steak that's that's cut in such a way that I get a little a little more crunchy on the edges. Well, anyway, we'd love to hear from you about that or about anything else. And uh, here is the, uh, who is it? Stephen. Stephen, welcome to the food show. Hello. I've been thinking about this for a while. I've yeah. been cooking for 55 years. I'm retired now, so I'm watching a lot of cooking shows. Yeah. And uh, to give you a prime example, but I find many restaurants are going this way. Yeah. There was this chef that was, I think it's called a chef's life. And she's from North Carolina. Then she went to New York City and married a guy, and they both were chefs. Mm-hmm. And her parents hit her with a bunch of money. They bought part of a downtown that was underdeveloped, and they opened restaurants. And she said she'd never come back to North Carolina, but I guess the money was good enough. <laughs> she decided she'd do it. 
And the more I watch the show and the more I watch other cooking shows, I find the food is beginning to look like whatever town it is in New Orleans is getting to be the same way with New York City on top of it. I really? mean, things you would never have in, in North Carolina, they have in the food in North Carolina. And I can't imagine these farmers that are coming in for dinner in, in this small little town in North Carolina are really looking for a New York City in North Carolina. Hmm. I mean, she uses all, and she's sponsored by the North Carolina Pork Association and, you know, those food is places that you know are sponsoring her but i mean i can't imagine going to to north carolina to eat something and finding it like it's out of new york city and yeah, then, well, uh, you know or, or anywhere everywhere yeah well and well you should uh have concern about that everywhere because it's everywhere i see too i mean everybody uh it comes out of the same magazines or the same uh things that you see on tv and we don't, uh, you know, we're losing our local foods. Yeah, you know, uh, that comes up every now and then. And people, uh, th- it seems like there are a lot of people who feel that uh, the local taste is going away. I disagree. I think we've, yeah. we've got it more than we ever have had, although I'm not trying to shut you down or anything. As you, yeah, okay. I, I'm not uh, that stupid, you know, to, uh, to try to beat... Uh, you know, that point of view, because uh, I know where you're coming from. I, I'm surprised mm-hmm. to hear you say that uh, that you think we're we're slipping. Yeah. Yeah? Oh, well. well, and I find I, I go out to restaurants and, uh, you know, I look at their menu, of, of which you need a magnifying glass to read the menu. Yeah, I don't oh, know why. I don't need Restaurateurs. And, and so. you, you also need a, um, a very strong headlight. Yes, because uh, you you can't read menus anymore, and some of them. I mean, the 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 top the the uh, the fonts they use. I mean, it, it it's like half the size of what would be in a phone book, you know. Let yes. alone, and why do they do that? I mean, they surely they must know that not that a lot of people can't read this. Yeah. Oh well. And I mean, I mean, it just there's stuff, and even local, local Channel Twelve cooking stuff. I would have never thought of seeing in food in New Orleans, and they're cooking it, you know, based out of New Orleans. Yeah, imagine that. And they that. even got an Emmy for some of it the other day. But, I mean, you would have never had some of this stuff that I see in, uh, you know, uh, in the shows that are, that are going on uh, these days. I don't know. Well, I'm going to ask everybody who's listening, do you think that New Orleans food is getting better or worse? And why? Why don't we – let's see if anybody will come well, in on if that. I would just like it not to be – New Orleans or North Carolina, New York that was scared by New York City. Oh, the heck with that. I think uh, it, New York City, they are to an extent greater than most people give it credit for uh, being just uh, a bunch of amateurs to me. It's just follow the trend, that's it. 
I mean it. I mean, I, that's yeah. blasphemous, I know. But uh, New York does not grab me the way that it ought to, given the amount of money you have to pay to eat there. And um, New York doesn't have a cuisine. That's true. I mean, they have steaks. They have deli. That's original. And, yeah. and then, uh, of course, something has to be said for just the sheer number and quality of their mm-hmm. Ethnic restaurants. You know, there's an ethnic restaurant. I knew that had to be true. Uh, some years ago, I was in New York City, and I saw that there were two menus, uh, two restaurants standing next to one another. One of them was a Paraguayan cuisine menu, and the other one was a, um, uh, oh, what's the, uh, Uruguayan uh, uh, now, who is going to know the difference between that and that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. Okay, well, I've said my piece. Maybe it'll uh, stimulate some calls. You never, you <laughs> never can tell. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't place any bets on that, though. Okay. Uh, we will uh, come back with more of the Food Show in just a moment after first, if you will. This, you are listening to the Food Show. This is Tom Fitzmorris, and it's fun to be here with you talking about the food scene around New Orleans. Oh, we have a couple of random uh, questions here, but nothing that needs a lot of your attention, although any attention you give our program is very, very much appreciated. Uh, here's how you do it. 260-6368. 260-6368. All you have to do is call that number. And if you can't remember it, it's 260-MENU. Can you remember that? 260-MENU, M-E-N-U. And uh, we've got a pretty good bit of time left here. There's a, uh, there is a, 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 I don't know if you'd call this a chain, but uh, there are several of them. And what I'm going to be uh, kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, tied up. They're trying to remember the, the name of this. It started off in New York City in in, in a in a, uh, a, a a sign and a and a whole section of the store that looked like it had come straight out of a, a classic uh, American uh, store uh, that you would go Christmas shopping in. It had had that kind of a look to it, and uh, one of these. Uh, has one of one of these uh, special menus, you know, from from the glory days of the American. Uh, uh, what, what, uh, what what's the word I'm looking for here? There's a uh, an important one, but anyhow, uh, turns out that there, lately, a few years ago, uh, one of the more famous Italian chefs came out with a new concept in places like this, and. Uh, we we went to one and uh, it was uh, pretty amazing in in one way and in some other ways it was kind of nothing and I sure wish I could remember the name of the place because I'd tell you so you could be on the lookout for it and uh, but it's it's Italian food put together in more or less American ways it's hard to explain. And I'm, I'm wondering why I even got into it. So <laughs> call me, 260-6368. We have 15 minutes left here. Why not uh, be one of them? We've got plenty of time. We'd love to hear from you, 260 
This is Tom Fitzmorris. Happy to be back here after uh, another uh, better part of a week on vacation. Too much vacation this week. You know, I, I don't even like vacation, and here I am taking too many of them, except for the times that I'm spending with my grandchildren, which are solid gold. Uh, over here is Pat. Pat, welcomes to the food show. Hey, Tom. How you Hi. doing? I'm doing great. Come on in. Hope your trip was good. I hope the grandchildren. Oh yeah, it was great. delightful. Yeah, they were they were just kicks completely. Wow. That's great. Yeah, uh, I've never been mm. blessed with children or godchildren, uh, grandchildren, but I got five godchildren. So yeah, that's close all, enough. I was always able to bring them home when I was tired of them. <laughs> yeah, well, you know that's the great advantage. You you know when you're tired, just moving on to over to the next one. Exactly. Um, can you give me a recommendation for Easter Sunday? No buffet, though. Well, there's not many buffets to uh, do in the first place. What part of town do you want to be in? Um, preferably, it doesn't matter. New Orleans, okay. not across the lake. Yeah, you know, I, you got any kids in that one, or is this a... Uh, just mm-hmm. my wife and I. Oh, okay. Um, let's see. Uh, you know, uh, this is going to sound funny, but... Uh, a good place to look on major holidays like this are the big steakhouses because they have this aura of serving some very, very expensive, as you probably know if you've ever been to any of them. But they also have a, a level of goodness that I think uh, makes it come together. Uh, if I were uh, picking this today... I would. I think I'd go to the Roosevelt Hotel, and uh, and now I must tell you that one of the reasons I would go to the Roosevelt is that I am going to the Roosevelt tomorrow to do another show from there. So uh, uh, they're doing. Uh, uh, they have an interesting approach to it. It's not a buffet, really. They they have a couple of stands where they have salads and that kind of thing. But then they have a guy who makes omelets. And next to him is a guy who carves out all the meats. Another guy who carves out the cheeses and the, uh, and the, and the fish and all the rest. And it comes out uh, pretty elegant. And there's live music. Uh, it's not cheap, but it's not uh, ridiculous either. Uh, and... A famous place to be uh, during any of the holidays, the, the, um, Roosevelt. Okay. How, yeah. how about Mr. John's? Mr. John's, if they're open on Sunday, and I wouldn't even think about that until I check that first because uh, oh, sure. they do a huge business. Uh, but as I mentioned, steaks will always get them. Uh, and they, uh, if, if you know of a place to get a good steak and a place that looks nice, I think that's where I'd go. Because there's a little significance to it, too, because Easter's the first day before you don't have to fast anymore. So, right. <laughs> for yeah, what that's thinking, worth, yeah. I was, I was thinking that. I, I've never been there. And um, we yeah. grew up uh, listening to the uh, the manager's uh, music when he was, I can't think of his name now. Um, uh, Maury McGill? No. Oh, no, the general manager of the Roosevelt? Of the no, of Mr. John's Steakhouse. Oh, Mr. John's Steakhouse. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's Oz. Uh, uh, um, uh, I should have come to me in a second here. I know. As soon as we hang uh, up, Ozzie, I'll take uh, it. Yeah, Desi Vega. Desi Vega pretty much runs Mr. John's. Oh, Desi. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's not who I was thinking of. I oh. was thinking it was. Well, they, it was they, a guy that was 
in the sixties he played music all over all over New Orleans. Yeah. I thought he was the he may be the major day. I don't know. I'm yeah, not sure. I like Desi Vega's uh hamburger place now on um yeah, I, I I hear nothing but good things about it. I haven't been myself uh, uh, about that, but I have been there a couple of times checking out their regular menu, which has been quite good. It's 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 up there in the top three or four in the whole city. I'd say it's great looking place. And I'm talking about the one on um, David Drive or off of David Drive oh. Hickory, I guess it is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the hamburger place, though. The isn't hamburger it? place, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. like that place. It was, yeah. It's oh well, good. if you like it, then go for it. Okay. I think. All right, Tom. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, nice hearing from you. It's the food show. Yeah, you know we we really oughta we really oughta be talking more about the Easter than we are because it's uh, upon us. It looks like Mike. Mike, welcome to the food show. Hello, Tommy. Hello there. That last caller, was he looking for a buffet, or he was not looking for a buffet? I don't think he was looking for a buffet, no. All right, I was going to say, I got an email that Redfish Grill's doing an Easter buffet. They uh, probably do a pretty good job. Mr. B's, you said? Uh, Redfish oh, Grill. Oh, the Redfish Grill. The Redfish Grill is always done, uh, and they usually do buffets, too. Uh, and They're kind of unique in that, but they do a pretty good job at it, I think. Yeah. yeah. That, uh guy he was trying to remember the name of and i don't think the guy actually works the floor at uh at the steakhouse but yeah. it's paul Verisco. paul Verisco, i think oh uh-huh he said he played a lot of music yeah well there it is uh, yeah, I, think, I think he's one of the owners isn't he i think so yeah yeah well the main reason i called is i saw in the advocate that finally donald link's new restaurant gianna is going to be opening this saturday night hmm and I'm very excited about that. Yeah. So I guess, you know, it's going to be a while before they move in the way they need to move. But I'm glad they at least they, they, the place is finally going to open. I was thinking about something earlier. And I know it's been a while since you did a top 10 or a top 12 list of the best restaurants in the city. Mm-hmm. But think about everything that has transpired in the last five years or so as far as Rush, the, the, the top tier of restaurants would mm-hmm. things that I think a top ten or top twelve restaurant list would look very very different right now than it did. Man, I'm uh, sure that's true. Uh, I mean, places like La, La Foray and you know came and uh, went. Rest, yeah, yeah. La, August was always on that list, and now for other reasons other than their good their yeah. level of goodness, they're not going to make that list anymore. Uh, it would just be a you just those that. That the caliber of restaurant just seems like it's on its way out, you know. Uh, yeah, we- I, 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 I hesitate to say something like that because uh, I have seen a lot of restaurants over the years just suddenly shift gears and point the other direction, and the next thing you know, they they have re- given rebirth to themselves. I'm just thinking of this generation that's coming up that's going to be in the, the main clientele of the restaurants. Yeah. You know, well, and it just seems that their priorities are vastly different. Than they it. very much are, and that's that's true, well, everything you say. All right, Tommy. Talk right, thank you. you. See you. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. And uh, we had somebody over there on hold, and where'd they go? Uh, they went somewhere else. Two six zero six three six eight. We need any uh, anything else here that 
need some special attention from me? I don't think so. 2606368 is our telephone number. Um, boy, I had a scare this morning. I, when I, first thing I do when I get up out of bed in the morning is start up my computer and to uh, get it set up so it does a, a scan across all of the potential voodoo things that might hit you uh, on a computer, and it wouldn't even start. And it freaked me out for several hours, and then by some miracle, bing, started working. Isn't that strange? But I thank, I thank the deity for that. Mm. I can't imagine. Uh, it's the Food Show. Two six zero six three six eight is our telephone number. Call us someday, and uh, we'd love to talk with you. But whatever it is that you have found delicious lately in your life, whatever that may be, we are coming up to Easter Sunday. Easter Sunday, uh, you know, hardly have to tell you what that's all about. But uh, it is different from what it was about uh, 20 or 30 or maybe even 40 years ago. It was a much more, uh, much more casual, not nearly as as formal as it is now. But it's uh, it has uh, uh, shown us a lot of uh, other possibilities, is what I guess I'm leading up to. But and I'm not sure that they mean anything. So uh, so what was the what was your purpose of bringing that up, Tom? Hell if I know. Oh, well, it wouldn't be the first time. Two six zero six three six eight. Now, what do you mean by more formal than casual? Um, well, if you're wearing a, a shirt with with a collar, and uh, and you're wearing uh, uh, shoes that are above the level of flip flops, and uh, something a little nicer than a t-shirt. And then uh, when you get to the restaurant, you, uh, you start off with a, uh, a, a course that actually looks like it might be interesting and something new as opposed to, you know, more French fries. In other words, you know, the level of formality is more coat and tie? Uh, is that well, what you're talking uh, about, formality? Or are you talking about formality in the, in the presentation area? Both, both. Uh, and uh, it's... It's hard to say, first of all, if it's actually going on, uh, because I'm not sure it is, because I keep saying this is what's going to happen, but nothing has really changed that much. Okay, so So you're saying it hasn't changed much? Has not changed too much yet. But I think it's conceivable that uh, the, 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 the one that gets under my skin are, are these uh, uh Food distributors that come to your house and drop off a completely com- finished meal, and all you have to do is sit down at your dinner table and uh, run it through the microwave oven and sit down and eat it. Uh, that uh, is like the end of the restaurant business as we know it, if that actually happens. I don't think it will, but I think there's a danger there. But uh, what do I know? Is, you, uh, is he still there? Uh, he's somewhere. Am I still here? <laughs> That's something. Oh, well, it wouldn't make any difference because we have run out of showtime. However, you know, this program is unique in America, not only in being the only restaurant 
uh, of strength. Uh, only rest, only uh, radio show that's about food and restaurants and all that. And we have been for a long time, and we're going to keep on doing it. Talk to you again tomorrow. Tell me about something good you found lately. I want to know about more food. Not, a, not more amounts, better, better quality. That's what we want. Be a gourmet. All it takes is to look out for the good stuff. Good night. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.